What is the secret to health and human flourishing? To living a life in the fullness of what you could be? What if this whole time, who you were meant to be was already within you, waiting to arise, waiting to expand? Each and every one of us is made to bloom. And each of us together can brighten the whole world. I'm Sarah Walters, and I welcome you to Bloom, the podcast. Hi, friends. So today I've got a very vulnerable, raw, personal thing I want to share with you today. Um, It's actually a letter. It's a letter that I wrote, and I'm going to read that to you in a moment. It's something that I pray provides encouragement and healing and grace for your soul as a parent. But before we get to that, I have an important announcement. I know that it's been a minute since I last recorded and released a podcast episode, and there is a reason for that. Since summer hit, I've been spending some really sweet time with the kids and traveling and working on the continued launch of the Find Your Calm texting service that I've been working on for several months now. And the truth is that this past year has been full of creating and building things, of having these these visions and then bringing them into reality. And I've had so much energy uh, to put out lots of content, and it's been a blast. And yet, as I tune into the natural rhythms of my own body and mind, I'm finding that what I'm most needing right now is, is a bit of space, a bit of a slower pace to learn and listen and receive and recalibrate. And so for this reason, I want you to know that for the month of July and August, I'm going to be taking a break from creating new podcast episodes. So this is going to give me the the needed space to regather my thoughts, gather the people for my interviews, to get inspired for the new season. And I already have a bunch of ideas sort of on the docket floating around. Um, I'll be leaning into things like identity and how to find our true selves, how to be ourselves. Um, Things like finding deeper faith through doubts and questions about rising into your full potential in life by following your curiosity. So I can can already feel it sort of rising and swirling and I'm excited to bring it to you. But for now, I need to wait to pause, to listen so that I can launch again. So if you haven't already, Make sure and hit subscribe so that you can be alerted to the first episode of the new season when it comes out in September. Along that same line of thought of waiting, listening, if there's one thing that I think is most crucial to mental and emotional health, it's making space for yourself to be. We live in a world that worships productivity at the expense of health and balance. And this is why I launched my texting service, to inspire and encourage and teach people that they matter and making even a small space in the day for themselves to tune in in deeper ways is so worth it. It's life-changing, actually. So if you, if you struggle with taking time out of the day for you to get silent and explore your inner world, 
I encourage you to just start small. One minute a day, one breath a day, one moment of presence and attention is better than nothing. Most of us, honestly, as I talk to people, most of us struggle to make time for ourselves. And I think there's two reasons for that. One, it's either because silence, being alone, brings up a lot of discomfort. The discomfort that your busyness is covering and distracting you from. And it can be really hard to sit with yourself. And two, it's a self-worth issue that you don't feel worthy enough to invest in yourself and get your sense of worth by meeting everyone else's needs and ignoring your own. Do you resonate with any of those? I know I, (laughs) I resonate with both of them. But if you do, if this is you and you want to start small, creating small spaces in your day for stillness and calm and self-awareness so that you can show up as your best self, I'll put the link up in the show notes for you to learn more about the tech service I've created. It's to serve people like you. And now, moving on to the letter. So, I wrote a letter four years ago to my daughter, Cora. So at that time I was pregnant with her. She's my third daughter and I wasn't able to sleep. I had been having sleeping issues in my previous pregnancies, but these issues got really bad towards the end of my last pregnancy. And y'all listen, when I'm not sleeping, I turn into a literal lunatic. (laughs) My anxiety was skyrocketing. I was just an emotional mess and wreck and I was just having a hard time functioning in general with the insomnia. And so in that space, I had to make the very hard choice to take sleep medication while being pregnant. And it was a really hard choice for me. It felt like a lose-lose situation. It was like either take care of myself and potentially harm my baby, which the risk was actually very low, but still pregnant mom, you know, or not take the medication and go through this immense suffering for the next several months. And ultimately, I chose to take the medication and figured that my stress hormones would be more damaging than the sleep medication. But I was racked with guilt and I felt like I was failing as a parent. I mean, it was overwhelming. I wrestled with that for a long while. But on the other side of that wrestling on the other side of the guilt and the suffering was a realization, a revelation, if you will, that completely changed me as a parent. This revelation was captured in this letter that I wrote to Cora as she was growing in my belly. And this is what it said. Dear Cora, I'm sorry and you are welcome. You are about to make your way into the world, and there are a few things I'd like to be very honest with you about. As your mother, I want nothing but the very best for you. Yet this is what you can expect from me. You will receive the best in me, and you will also receive the worst in me. I have tried my hardest with your sisters to only give what is good in me, but try as I might, I cannot prevent my weakness 
and fears from showing. I'm learning that this is the human condition and no one opts out of it. I promise to give you the best love that I know how to give you. I will walk before you as a woman who loves learning and growing, who listens to you when you need to be heard, who will love you no matter what choices you make in your life's journey. Who will see you despite most of the world who will not. I will teach you the things that I know about God and will be honest about the things that I simply do not know. As the older I get, it seems the less I understand in words, but the deeper I trust in this source and anchor to my soul. I will feed your belly and make sure you always have a safe place to lay your sweet head. I promise to do my best to be fair and to discipline you with good intentions and love. Ultimately, I promise to allow you as my daughter the same opportunity to teach me as much as I could ever teach you. To my best ability, I will allow your life and our life together to soften me in lessons of surrender, yet simultaneously to strengthen me just as the winds cause tree roots to grow deeper. These are some of the best things I can offer you. So you're welcome. Yet, I must warn you of my shortcomings. I can be very impatient and emotional and at times allow my powerful feelings to direct my actions and behaviors rather than being guided by my thoughtfulness and love. I also have a tendency to be selfish and have been known to get angry when I feel out of control. When I'm tired and overwhelmed, I've been known to treat others with much less kindness and respect than they deserve. At times, I am insecure and I may place more pressure on you to look or be a certain way to make up for my very own self-doubt. I get scared and anxious and may doubt you, not because you are not strong enough, but because my fear makes me protect and attempt to control others. I know this is not fair, and I'm far from the person that I want to be. In fact, as humans, we are all always somewhere in between who we are and who we want to be. I have endured my own hurts in life, and sometimes the places I am most vulnerable and tender in, when touched, cause me to lash out and protect myself from others. I pray, Cora, that you do not take my own sinfulness and insufficiencies personally, that you know that my own shortcomings are not a reflection of you or your value and worth. I pray that you learn to forgive me just as I am learning to forgive my own parents for their failures. I'm learning to see my parents as people who also gave to me everything they had, their best and their worst. 
as every generation gives to the subsequent generation. We all inherit strengths and weaknesses and do the best we can with what we receive. Being a parent is a humbling job as it has a tendency to show you your imperfections. I'm working on extending grace to myself just as I am extending it to others. These days, I speak to myself a little kinder, with more gentleness, since I need to practice it with myself before I can offer it to anyone else. I've been wondering lately if it's this very notion of also giving our children our worst selves that opens us up to the way God intended it to be. Maybe this wasn't a mistake, and it is in my own failing that I learned to apologize to you, and in turn, you learn to apologize to others. It is in my own darkness that causes me to seek the light and to pray, to commune with a power much greater than my human self. And you, watching my journey, will be encouraged to embark on your own healing journey. My own ability to admit personal weakness and claim my strength and give myself grace in all of it may just be what you need to see to do it in your own life. Because you will need to. Because one day, if you're a mother, you will know the same pain and struggle that comes along with being a parent. So I am sorry, and you're welcome. I love you very much, Mom. Friends and parents, I pray that you let yourself off the hook for having to be perfect. I pray that you give yourself grace as you journey through this wild, humbling ride of parenthood that you learn to find more kindness towards yourself and towards others. So you can put energy into the places that really matter instead of feeling the guilt for not being whoever you think you should be. Your only job is to be you. God gave you to your kids for a reason, for a purpose. And you can allow parenting to actually transform you from the inside out. It's as much for your own healing as it is for your children's. Thanks for listening, friends. As always, be kind and curious.